0: hi i'm scott and
1: i'm seth and we are track walking we're back to being ourselves So <laughs> the last the last episode was sure. was us but it wasn't it was us
0: It wasn't it wasn't, us. It wasn't us
1: It was dear friends that were amazing um, and I want to thank all of them because yep. they were It was such an amazing surprise to to fire up my podcast in my car this morning and uh, have a podcast that introduced me that wasn't me and then it, it was entertaining. the whole podcast was great and um, it was it made me tear up a little bit it was amazing.
0: Yeah Brian Brian played the part of Seth. Mm-hmm. Chris played the part of me. It's really good. And I think that was probably fitting for their personalities. I enjoyed it. It was good. I tweaked the audio a little bit, but um, yeah, I couldn't be there because of COVID-related things. And even if I had been there, I definitely wouldn't have had the energy to walk around a track... Um, nor would anybody wanted to have shared, uh, that space, that air space with me. Yeah,
1: no, you, you probably would have been breathing out horrible things at that point. So, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So here we are.
1: Weeks later. So much has happened. Weeks.
0: Seth, um, I think the most notable is Seth cut his hair.
1: I did. Uh, my. It's the annual
0: tradition which signifies
1: uh the start of school now i drop my kids off at school and uh give myself a number three uh buzz cut yep um which makes me weird in a you know like you ever meet that guy and you're like oh he's the kind of guy who cuts his own hair i (laughs) literally like when you say that out loud you're like oh yeah i know that guy and i actually am that guy
0: so what pants are you wearing tonight
1: um, well, I'm wearing a
0: play. Woody Woodpecker PJ pants. I don't know if you can see those. Yeah. Yep. They're they're very
1: soft. They're older pair. Very very soft. Um, but I decided since you told me we were going to stream on Twitch that I should definitely wear
0: something appropriate for uh, visual public consumption. I mean, just something covering up your private bits. I didn't ask for a shirt, but I got a shirt, so here we are. Come yeah.
1: Well, uh, also eating a, a homemade oatmeal cream pie that my wife made spectacular. Just so good. I wish you could have it.
0: Yeah, we're uh I mean, this isn't going to be put out there until like a week after, but um yeah, we're on twitch.tv backslash Robertson Racing if you're ever interested. Maybe we'll keep doing this, maybe we won't. Uh but we found out a couple weeks ago that's a thing we could do and it's like oh all right cool we'll do that Scott's trying to expand
1: our reach into something
0: yeah I don't know just YouTube is annoying with the whole live streaming and requirements thing and Twitch is like yeah you want to stream go for it so like yeah all right so so much has happened. That's why we started recording. Yeah. So I haven't properly driven my car in a minute.
1: That's because you cut a big freaking hole in it.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. That's all I know If you fair. cut
1: a giant hole. All I saw was a giant hole and the stub of a door bar. Yes. And I need to Those talk to you. Those are gone before.
0: now. The stubs are gone. That took a while because, again, a Miata doesn't have a ton of room, and I used, I think, shy of a concrete cutting wheel, the biggest grinder I've ever used.
1: Or oh, did you have like one of the big, like ten-inch ones?
0: It was, it was, un, especially in the space that I had to work with, it was uncomfortably large. Um, because <laughs> so that's I what was, she
1: said going on
0: in there, but. <laughs> I was was standing uh, in the hole of my car sitting on the transmission tunnel with (laughs) holding the side handle and the trigger handle and going into this crevice that I couldn't otherwise get without the largest grinding wheel that I had available to me.
1: I was gonna ask, like, did you do it with one of the big, like, three horsepower death grinders too, or did it, you just put a giant wheel on your little grinder? No, no. It, it was uh, one of those big, scary.
0: It was, yeah, know, yeah. Um, way less jumpy than my small one, which is right. nice. Like my small one will try to kill you, uh, especially if you like. If you're doing like if it's angled like that and it's rotating forward and no catch and no want to like do that, right? None of that from this one, which was delightful because the sheer size and mass of it. I don't think I could have stopped it.
1: But when you pull that trigger and the whole thing sort of like twitches in your hand, and oh, you yeah. realize like I'm not physically strong enough.
0: No this to- this this could power a, a kid's bike. Uh, this yeah this has more torque than my Honda. Is no I. <laughs>
1: I have one of those that's uh, actually a Craftsman branded that I stole from my dad years and years and years ago. And I only use it when it's the only tool that will work because it scares me so much. Yeah.
0: And I was wearing shorts and sandals because <laughs> I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, and sure, polyester <laughs> shorts to boot. So it's like, if I'm going up, like it's just it's not even going to catch fire. It's just going to melt. To me,
1: just <laughs> gonna be a strip of melted polyester and hot, flesh.
0: Hot. <laughs> yep. Don't know where. Uh, don't know where my Hope College shorts end and my nether regions begin. So um, you cut a giant
1: hole in your car.
0: So the car got loaded for Lime Rock. It never left the driveway, and a few weeks later, once I was. Physically able to. I drove it over um, to my buddy Ben Dozeman's barn uh, because that's where the welder is and like a bunch of tools and whatnot. So it has been there for a couple weeks now. And one thing I discovered when I put the new seat in it, which I still really like the new seat, um, the bottom is just a little bit taller than my OMP was. And it is really hard for me to bend my neck far enough to get in and out of it with my helmet on. To the point where getting out in, a, in an emergency situation would take concerted effort. And if the door wouldn't be able to be opened, it would be a real struggle. So,
1: You'd have to be one of those circus... Guys crawling through a metal hoop thing?
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, we've talked about it. My neck isn't the best. Um, So asking it to do more bending and twisting than necessary isn't the best thing. So I'm doing, uh, I got a kit that a few people recommended to me, and um, I'm doing the basic Miata floor pan drop kit, which is essentially you cut a two by two foot hole where the driver's side seat goes, which also climbs onto the transmission tunnel. And it drops you about an inch and a half, which I think will be plenty. Uh, I should be sitting lower than I ever have, which will be cool because I've always kind of wanted to. And um, it takes out an good notch into the transmission tunnel. So I'll actually be able to be centered on the controls for the first time ever. <laughs> because be nice Miata's aren't like, certainly aren't the worst in terms of like your pedals and steering wheel being off center, but it's not the best. It's not straight for sure. Right. So, um, so I'm going to be doing that. The The new pan is on and mostly welded now. Um, we also cut, we I also cut the door bars off because when the cage was originally built, I had full doors in it. So the door bars had to kind of take that into account. And again, with this new seat, my left elbow wants to be exactly where that top bar is and it's super annoying so i basically like instead of doing this i put my elbow on the outside of the uh door bar and drive You really drive like that good lord it's you you don't think about it like once the race goes but it's like i'm doing warm-up laps and it's like gosh gosh dang (laughs) what what do i do here did go outside all right i'll go outside Um, so we're going to be redoing the door bars and doing like a double V with, um, gusset plates in between. And I think we're going to drop a bar down to the sill as well and push them out because the doors are gutted now. So I can buy like another four inches, I think. Yeah. So it'll be even safer than it was ingress. Egress will be a lot easier. Um,
1: have you driven a Miata that you that's that's had the drop seat before?
0: No. Never have. So you
1: you may never have actually fit in a Miata properly.
0: It worked it worked well with the OMP seat that I had previously. Okay. My helmet's like if I really stretch and try to be really tall like the vent on my helmet would like just graze the hard top.
1: I still think you want to be an inch <laughs> lower than that. I mean it's for fair. for the right sight lines in the car. So since I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm significantly shorter than you, but I got I got more height to play with. I played with the seat height in one of my Miatas. Yep. And as soon as you drop like I just kept going a little bit lower and a little bit lower and a little bit lower, and then all of a sudden it was like when you put on a pair of pants that actually fit and you're like, son of a bitch, this is the right size. Yeah. I, and that,
0: that's what I'm hoping That's it's, that's I, been that same feeling. Uh, like every time I brought the steering wheel closer to me right. or I've like, I got the new seat that like actually fits my body. Like every time I make an ergonomic step forward, it's like, why didn't I do this four years ago? I'm an idiot. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're, we're going to be doing that. Um, I'm going to go back tomorrow night and uh, hopefully get the pan finished up welding and start to get the seat placement. Um, So basically, and I also, this was another thing. So the roll cage was in it, but I kept the OEM dash bar because for a while I still had the um, OEM dash in place and the OEM cluster. So I just kept all that. But, like, that stuff's been long gone for a while, and the only thing it's been doing is holding the steering column um, where it needs to be. So I cut the OEM dash bar out, and um, some really good buddies and partners of ours, Valkyrie Engineering, were like, hey, we'd love to help. So they made me a billet aluminum um, steering rack. Uh, bracket essentially. So it clamps to the um, roll cart, roll cage bar that goes across, clamps onto that, has a little bit of adjustment for height, and I can slide it left and right. And then it just bolts straight onto the steering column. It's really slick. So basically, now I get to put the seat where I want to for the pedal left to right and then I'll play with it front to back, and then I can move the steering column left and right to wherever the hell I want to. So it's like, I get to put things like... It's, uh, this is amazing. I'm super, excited. Excited.
1: God, this super will be, excited. I'll be really interested to hear what you think the first time you take it out with better, better ergonomics. Um, yeah.
0: the So the only down part about this, which is super annoying, is this stupid exhaust for this swap has like just plagued me for years and has to get redone again because this this drop pan, not because it comes lower, but because it comes into the transmission tunnel enough. Okay. Exhaust has to have a jog put into it. (laughs) Of course it does. And it's like, son of a bitch. So, as soon as this is done, I'm gonna, you know, get the seam sealer on it, paint the bottom side, and then take it to uh, Abbott Performance, who's uh, a little up the road for me, and they're gonna make me a new exhaust piece that will, uh, you know, do the thing.
1: So, how does this affect the... I I didn't think your season was done. It's Like, I thought you had... I thought you had more things to do. I but
0: have one more thing to do. One more thing to do. Are you going to be able to do the thing? I better be. <laughs> better
1: <laughs> Otherwise, be. you're going to be a super sad boy?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm going whether the Miata's done or not. Freaking put Becky's uh, Mazda in there and all. Well, no, she'd compete in it. She wouldn't let me. I, I don't think I'd want to compete in Sunday Cup with it. I might steal somebody else's car and go do it. Um, Yeah, there's
1: Bob's car. Make Bob go wherever it is. Bob will let you drive. Yeah, I like
0: that. Um, Yeah, I I think we'll have time. So the the goal is to get done with all of this crap, Um, all the welding and door bars and stuff this week, Uh, and then get it to uh, Jake next week, which will give him... Hopefully, hopefully, be done in a week and then get it back to my house and kind of finish up all the like seat mounting and harness mounting and that kind of stuff. So, when's your last event? Uh, it's Heartland Park, is the finale. Um, it's October something, not first weekend, second weekend in October. All right, I second week, just sort of planning
1: uh like like emotionally planning for we'll we'll have to do some sort of like good god what have we done this year show good
0: god what haven't we
1: done yeah uh, because we've i've got i technically have three more race weekends although it's two sprints and two uh two enduros um yep. because they they separate the last weekend but that that gets me through like almost the end of october okay um and yep. then we'll have to have a have a sit down and and wonder what our place in the universe is and i'll i'll do things like you know how much money you spent and you probably know about how many laps you do you did so like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's one of my big takeaways from this year is like i'm i'm less physically tired mentally tired from this year a lot more financially tired yeah i am Part part of it was how I entered the season, to be honest. Um, but yeah, this whole like, tow your race car to the track. They said it'll be it'll fun. Be, they said
1: it'll make your life so much easier. Um,
0: and it's it's real expensive.
1: <laughs> so. Yeah, as as it turns out, there's uh there's pluses and
0: minuses. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of where the the miat is um gonna try yeah we got some uh kind of prep work to do for heartlands like as soon as we get there but um having actually driven it on the one lap at least for a few laps makes me feel a little better about showing up to a track in the middle of nowhere after a massive drive and going out for practice and then qualify. <laughs> so at least I know like left and right.
1: But that's what race car drivers do, Scott. They show up and they, they drive fast and.
0: Yeah, Some people show up and have a test day and do a lot of sim racing work before. You're not that kind of race car driver. Um, I mean, I'd love to put some sim time in. Um, are you closer to that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I still, I mean, I, I still have the wheel motor, wheel, and pedals, and the, the, my old seat, and I am in the process of picking out parts with uh, a computer guy I know, um, which costs money. So
1: it does. Everything seems to cost money. Yeah,
0: it's it's. And I've picked out my monitor, I think, and you know, it's money. So basically, like my first rig, like what I mount everything to is absolutely going to be two by fours and plywood.
1: No, oh, it's gonna be garbage. Um, yeah, it
0: has to be because nobody got time or money for that. Yeah, <laughs> after, after all of this. So, and I'm a I'm a carpenter. So yeah, you know how to work.
1: You know how to work with wood. So I, you know use use what, the tools you know how to use. There you go.
0: Go screw a nail and cut, and it'll look like crap, but. It'll probably work just fine. I think. Yeah,
1: that's kind of uh, dirtbag racing that we do anyway. It's so. <laughs> just
0: dirtbag racing. And Seth, you had yeah. COVID. Yeah. Uh, getting over, over COVID. I did not, just, just so you all know, I did not give Seth COVID. No, I was like,
1: whatever, COVID started like two and a half years ago or something ridiculous like that.
0: And neither one of us had had it.
1: Until like a month ago, or whatever it is, you got it, and I got it. Super. I got it because I made out with my wife. The. like, I swear to God, two and a half years of being careful. My wife randomly picks it up. Probably while school shopping with the kids.
0: The worst women, and
1: and I just make out with my wife, and I get sick. Duh
0: it is encouraging though for as long as you two have been married that you were actually making out.
1: Oh yeah. That's, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, that's all I really need to say about that. But uh, yeah, like I know exactly where I got it. So.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I had a, I had a, that's how Becky got it from me is, you know, we sleep in the same bed and basically like breathe in each other's faces all night. (laughs) It's like, yes. If, if one of us is sick, like it's,
1: right yeah there's no way to there's no way to not get the other one sick yeah yeah um no i had a i would i would i don't want to be the guy who's like oh i had a really bad case of covid but i mean it wasn't like i had to go to the hospital or anything but no i was genuinely sick for basically 10 days yeah um and there was a time when i was like what are three or four days into it when we would have recorded a show i was like i can't like i i cannot sit on a microphone and talk i do not have that energy um so i basically lost an, an entire week of my life but the good thing is um if there's a good like light at the end of the tunnel part of that i was able to uh drop sonia off at college yes prior to being symptomatic and apparently contagious and um because sonia still a teenager and you know sort of like golems in her room a little bit before she moved off to college she did not catch it for my wife and so she was able to move off to college and not be sick and she which is good because like nothing will screw up the first week of your freshman year of college like having a horrible communicable disease um <clears throat> so
0: yeah that's fair
1: I dropped her off at school, and then I got sick, and that worked out pretty good.
0: Yeah, I, I do want to quote verbatim what you sent me. Out of nowhere, day three of COVID, never going to feel better. Period. Waiting for death. Period. Wife says drama appears to be a major symptom. Period.
1: Yes, that's that is a completely accurate uh, depiction of day three of COVID for me.
0: Yep, I'm in the depths. The sun no longer exists. I fear I may die alone.
1: <laughs> and I need to tell everyone about it. Yeah.
0: Even though there is no outside world, right. I will still yell about it, <laughs> Scream into oh, yeah. the abyss. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, yeah. L-
1: luckily that was, you know, that was, that happened. So Sonia didn't get sick. I was able to drop Sonia off at college, um, which is, you know, four hours each way in one day drive her up, drop her off, drive home. So kind of a long day in the car. Um, She seems to love college, which is good. Um, This happened between races, so I didn't screw up uh, endurance racing because I have an endurance race next weekend, or uh, endurance and sprints next weekend. That's nice And I, I may be better. Um, The problem is the first time I got on a motorcycle last week, um, it felt like my center of mass was in the wrong place. So every time I would transition on the bike, it wasn't like I had vertigo. It was just like my head was moving the wrong amount or something. It, it was just like any of those rotational things. Imagine having like a, a really bad head cold and a little bit of vertical vertigo and like trying to dance. And you'd be like, I would be worse at dancing than usual. And I don't and know what
0: to do with my hands.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm trying to ride a motorcycle around. And I was like, every, every I don't want to say every lap, but every session I would get a little bit more used to it. But at the end of the first one, I was like, I can ride a motorcycle, but I'm not sure I can race around other people. Um, I had a very hard time getting the motorcycle to be on the line that I thought I wanted it to be on. Um, it would just it would be a foot over from where I thought I should be.
0: So is, is this why you got on a scooter? No, that's just random crap that's associated with me. Um, you rode a scooter on the
1: track. I only did one lap cause it's terrible. Well, it's worse than, yeah. uh, than the passport that I rode on track, like whatever it was six or eight months ago, which was the other scooter that I rode on the, the rental track that I figured out how to drag me on. But, um,
0: but a bigger wheeled
1: scooter, right? Yeah, the password had bigger wheels. This has ten inch wheels on it, so it's like, you know how you can push a shopping cart, and like you're like shopping cart's good, shopping cart's good, and then all of a sudden you're like, ooh, shopping cart feels weird. Yeah, so so this Yamaha Vino 125, um, pretty solid scooter. Um, after I replaced some parts that my my loving teammates tested to failure, because. Um, they're good friends. Yeah. Um, I, I picked up the scooter for my friend and I, and, and I looked at it and the front and rear wheels were seven degrees off (laughs) from being aligned with each other. Mm. Like the rear wheel was seven degrees out of alignment. And there's apparently a whole bunch of linkage between the frame and the motor that act as sort of a fuse. If you jump it. Hmm. Um, that's, terrifying. but you can re- you can replace that and make it straight again. So, yay,
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs>
1: um, uh good friends. Yeah. But the the scooter has a, a theoretical, like reasonable maximum speed of about fifty to fifty five, depending on your uphill downhillness of it.
0: Uh. Uh-uh.
1: And anywhere somewhere between 40 and 45 the world gets a little bit weird
0: yeah and i was was thinking 45 would be about it for me
1: yeah and so like everything above that is like huh like if if something super weird happens i'm not sure what the time frame for this shaking out and throwing me off is going to be um so I, I, gotta, I gotta sort out my, my scooter riding life because I'm not really a, not really a street bike guy uh, in any way, shape or form, but I gotta admit that scooters are kind of awesome. Uh, but absolutely crap track bike. it just you, your feet are way out in front of you compared to riding a motorcycle. Right? And so the body position is really weird and if you lean it hardly at all, it starts dragging hard parts and terrible terrible track bike. I know people in Europe race scooters. They do not race stock Yamaha Vinos. Or if they do, they're way better at things than I am. So.
0: Yep. I got. So when was the last time you actually like raced?
1: The last endurance round where Sonia did the the endurance round by herself. So that would have been 3 weeks ago? A month ago? Okay, okay. Whatever that was. And then we have a, I have a race this coming weekend. So it's Monday right now, and I have a race on Saturday. And right now we have uh, one of the teammates who broke a rib at the last round. That's right. I um, have forgotten about that. We have me, who is uh, a COVID refugee, who should be better. Um, should we be. have <clears throat> another teammate who... Uh, couldn't ride dirt bikes with us last weekend because he has uh, some uh, virus that he claims couldn't possibly be due due to his active dating life. And I'm like, yeah, right. Probably probably internet dating and randomly going out to bars has nothing to do with you contracting viruses that keep you at home all weekend. Sure. Mm. Single people are the worst. Are single people
0: the reason... We have COVID.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it is probably. And then the the two brothers that I did go riding dirt bikes with, oh. um, resulted in a a fairly comical accident with a non comical injury. Like he, the the front of the bike slid out. He was riding in front of us. Front of the bike slid out. He fell over. It was funny. We laughed. And then he was like, "Ow, my leg hurts." And he opened up his boot and he's like, yep, bleeding. And he pulled up his his pant leg and his shin right next to the shin bone had like a five inch gash all the way into the muscle down, down right next to his shin bone. And so we had to do the whole thing where we have to like wrap a shirt around it and then like snug it up with a... I have a strap that we can tow bikes out of the woods with, so we were like snugging it with that, and then clamp the boot around it to put enough pressure on it. Yeah. Those things where you're like, he's not going to bleed out, but he's you, you he's also
0: close the gash though.
1: Yeah, you need to do the the best you can with that. So, oh. um,
0: I so mean, did, we did we did you guys like to have get any tape. Like tape would have been like one of my go tos. Like, you know, s- started on one side of the calf, like pull it forward and like grab the calf and like tape it around so it like closes that
1: if you had butterfly bandages like the size of a dollar bill yeah that would have been ideal yeah we did not we had okay. zero medical anything other than other than the other brother is a, is a nurse you guys so. don't have a first aid kit oh
0: god no we may need to change that in the future you're you're old enough to know better than this i know you've seen crap happen on the one lap and we're like in cars not even like on bikes doing stupid crap in the woods we're we're not smart men i'm gonna gonna shame you for that one
1: yeah so we we may need to uh up our medical game in the future They're so Um, cheap
0: now, too. Like, you get on Amazon, and they have, like, things like this big, like the size of your face, super light, and it's got, like, medical scissors, gauze. It's got all your butterfly bandages, every sort of, like, disinfectant BS. And it's, like, 20 bucks.
1: In my defense, I'm carrying my truck keys, which have a little pair of scissors on them. I have have my toe strap, which can do a variety of compression things. We are all wearing shirts, which are basically bandages with arms.
0: No, <laughs> maybe so, slings at best. But it's like you dirty, nasty ass shirts. <laughs> it's rubble, rubble, sweaty salts on that wound. It'll be
1: fine.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so yeah, that was that was Saturday. That was fun. It dropped then, you some
0: links to I'm not things. I'm not ignorant I'm just stupid how's that I I if you're trying to make an excuse like <laughs> it's not gonna stop me from harassing you it's like no I know I should I just choose not to and it's like yeah <laughs> we're just you're an idiot still
1: we've managed to get away with it for this long why change now
0: Be- <laughs> because somebody split their shin open and if you'd had had that it's 20 bucks we've done way stupider things with way more money
1: honestly it's 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 figuring out what to carry is the big thing because on the motorcycles um, figuring out what to carry on the motorcycles is the big deal um and like anything else keeping it in the vehicles means nothing
0: um so we need to figure out like these kits are so small you could actually, I... like, put them on the back fender and, like, duct tape it to the fender. Bam. Done. Done. You know how I know you don't ride motorcycles? Done. You know how I know you don't ride motorcycles? Why do you not have a back fender? Do you know how I know you don't ride
1: motorcycles? Do you know what the first thing is going to happen when we crash a motorcycle? Fender going to go off? It's going to break the first aid kit. Okay. And it's just going to be first aid stuff scattered all over but the then place.
0: duct tape it to your back. Like they make like tiny little like camelback things that have just plenty of room back there.
1: You don't need like a hiking
0: backpack.
1: No, we need to, we need to decide what the, uh, the appropriate first aid things are and start carrying them. We've, we've had this discussion now after, (laughs) you know, one emergency room visit. We're like, all right, fine. Good. Uh, So I, so, uh, Of course, the two brothers went off to the emergency room. I had to pack all of the stuff up. Um, That's when I got to the point where I was like, "Oh, I've run out of energy. It's time for me to push two hundred and eighty pound dirt bikes up a ramp, Um, and then go home." And because they both left in this, they 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 came there in two separate trucks, and they left in one truck. And so I had to go back and get Shannon and we had to go back up and retrieve the other truck. And so, you know, the, the whole thing was like a five hour ordeal just to, to make sure everything got delivered where it needed to get delivered, which was fine because this is kind of the, the kind of thing you do for your friends, you know, when they have giant gaping wounds because of randomness. Um, But uh, that tired me out. Like I was genuinely tired on Sunday. Yeah. So
0: I get it. So yeah, that's just so when's uh when's the next race?
1: Next race is Saturday. Um we have endurance race, and that's the thing is we have so we've got uh post-COVID me, uh my buddy Mike, who's got uh girl diseases, whatever those are that he picks up. <laughs> we've got uh we
0: talk Derek, but with- I assume we're not talking about mono here.
1: <laughs> Who can say Derek with a broken rib um, that he keeps whining about um, which is funny because he laughed at me a lot the last time I broke a rib. Um, uh, Gunner who has a giant gash in his calf and may or may not be able to shift the motorcycle. and uh, one one healthy member of our team. so
0: you and you just cursed it.
1: I know, I, we are sending out a message telling him that he has to like
0: take his multivitamin and stay away from sharp things. He should not leave the house. Um, and even that's going to be a risk. Yeah, Yeah. You should just rename your team the Hot Zone at this point. Because of all the nonsense that you guys carry around.
1: We always talk about the fact that racing is hard. And the...
0: We... The... <laughs> We haven't even talked about communicable diseases.
1: No, but like the number of possible routes for failure is just astonishing. As it turns out, as it turns out, nonsense. All right, um, but yeah, we're almost done. Um, I think we've we've clinched our our championship in our class anyway. And right now we are going for the overall win, um, which we cannot do if the team in front of us doesn't break down because they're better than us. And they have whatever 60 or 80 lap lead right now um, over the course of the season, but they're not in your class. They're not in our class. They're like one and a half classes above us. Um, So like, like we've, We've beaten everybody in our class. We've beaten everybody in the class above us. We've beaten everybody in that class except for this one team.
0: And have you guys just gone done more events or just in the um, amount of events you guys are just...
1: Everybody crushing? we're in front of, either we did more events than them or we have beaten them on outright speed. Um, there's only a couple teams that are actually... There's, there's maybe... When they show up, there's maybe... Th- three or four teams in a faster class that are actually like actually better than us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we uh, were, this is, this is getting to be, there's a whole team discussion right now is, is what, what do we want to accomplish next year? Um, sure. Because we could build the fastest bike we're capable of building. And we still can't beat the team that's beating us. Sure. Um, they're better than us like the the people that are racing are better than us and we aren't going to be better than them.
0: So even if you build, are you talking about building the best bike you can in the class you are in or? In in
1: any of the classes. So even if you
0: were to build the best bike you guys could, even for their class. They would beat us. Gotcha.
1: It would be like, it would be like if you said, okay, I'm going to build, I'm going to build a car for GLTC that's going to beat Tommel. with you driving it. I'm not trying to insult you here.
0: I'm just, you're not going to. Yeah, but, I mean I'm I'm even trying to think of like building a car that's capable of beating Tom's car.
1: Right. That's that's kind of the situation we're in with that. And so that's that's going to be the debate is is we're we're good enough as a team to beat the people that race the bikes that we race. Sure. Um, we are good enough at racing to beat everybody else except for this one team.
0: And if you were to estimate it, how many seconds a lap do you guys need to find? Have you gone that far?
1: We would have to find three seconds a lap. On on courses that are are fifty five ish seconds, They' I mean, they're that a, much better than it's us. It's a big, like part it's of, a big part deal. of it is the class. Like like they're in a faster class, so their bike is faster. Right. But but if like I if you put us on their bike, we're still a second and a half slower than them. That's, if we build a faster bike than them, we're still probably a second a lap slower than them.
0: That's attainable though. At least at that point, like that's, that's within, I, I don't want to say some noise, but like that's, that's doable.
1: I love your optimism. You're a sweet man.
0: It's doable. I mean, even on a short course like that, that's say two seconds on a typical race, like road course racetrack, like two seconds at the pointy end. like, it's tough, but like you can find that. and we're talking about eight events
1: of about 250 270 laps per event. Yeah. Which means we have to find that time for over 2000 laps.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: you I feel like Just you need it. to go endurance race. This is not is <laughs> We're, we're not talking about time time attack and closing a gap. We're talking about doing this over and over and over. That's how you get good.
0: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm, I feel like that, I'm not wrong.
1: No. So that's going to be our team discussion, right? Is, is the, the bike that we have, the idea behind the bike that we have right now, the Grom is that it is, it's, it has been extremely reliable. We're over 10,000 track miles on it right now. The head's never been off. Um, we need to do valve seals on it. Um, it's it's burning a little bit of oil compression still great so it's i mean the only way the, the oil's getting into the cylinders through the valve the valve seals um and the the idea was that we race a bike that is more reliable than uh the two-stroke race bike that the other team races and it's so we're we're trying to win by being consistently quick and always reliable sure yeah um you know, where they they race they race a hand grenade. Um, they know they race a hand grenade. That bike gets rebuilt. I don't know if it's every race, but it's almost every race. And we're racing on the same motor that we've been racing on for you know almost four years now. Um,
0: well, and that's kind of been. I mean, that's the IMSA races. That's Le Mans. That's that's the one lap to some degree is like you know you can bring a high strung race car and you can make it work and you can make it quick as long as you're ready to rebuild the damn thing or like do some major repairs if you need to well or, it's like
1: winning it's like winning a whole season of IMSA right Right. like it's not just concentrating on going we're fast enough to win this event cool I mean probably more than a few people could could build a car fast enough to win the event winning the season is a different. It's a different game.
0: And do you guys? Um, how many different tracks do you guys? Play? We run three different tracks. And are there um, like legit setup changes that you guys make between the tracks? No. Or you bring the same bike.
1: Same bike. Everybody runs the same bike. There, the tracks are close enough together that that there's nothing that that makes a significant difference. Um, it's just. You know the the only thing that could be important is we do have um, a separate set of wheels with reins on them. So if we run into a situation where the weather changes mid race, we have the ability to come in and switch to reins. Um,
0: and do you just switch bikes at that point?
1: No, you have to stay on the same bike. We swap wheels.
0: How long would that take you? Ten minutes.
1: Okay. And the thing is you have to you have to look at that and go how much faster do we need to go to get that 10 minutes back? Sure. And we haven't been in a situation in the last two and a half years since we've had those tires where it has made sense. It's always made sense to just stay out on slicks. Um, because we haven't had, we haven't had like a wet event. We've just had rain. We've had rain during the event. I gotcha. Um, So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's race strategy. You're always trying to figure out what's going on with that stuff. So, um, I don't know. It's racing. Racing is hard. Um, it's super fun. Um, we're, we've, we've had a really, really good year as a team. Um, it's just deciding like, this is, this will be, this will have, this, this will be our show in another two months. Like, what have we done and what do we do? you know, and end of year thing that I think everybody, everybody asks themselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I've been talking with the team and with Becky about like, um, off season stuff now for a few months. Like what, what am I able to do? Not just like in terms of time, but in terms of money. Right. Like I'd love to be able, and this this will probably be a topic. Like I'd love to be able to do the ABS system. I'm just not going to be able to afford it. Right, kind of hands down. I wanted to get a new fire suit because mine is kind of getting to that point. But I mean, it's it's still legal this next year, and it's just gonna just gonna have to put on my my woolly mammoth suit and deal with it. It'll be fine.
1: Well, then there's the uh, the upcoming uh, one lap regulation change. Yep, um, requiring head and neck restraints, and there are precious few of them that are going to be legal to run with three point belts in a car.
0: And um, the nice part is, like, you know, my next gen fits Becky. So when we drove the Miata two years ago, we just swapped hans just unclipped it from mine clipped into hers and you know she's been talking about wanting to get like proper heart like she she inherited my my um no schroth omp my omp uh harness from the passenger side of the miata but she just needs like a roll bar basically to hook it into and, you know, she was like kind of on the fence about it and then saw this rule change. And it's like, well, that's not a discussion anymore. Like it needs to happen. So, because yeah, to be gonna- honest, like it's cheaper to put a roll bar in than it is to get a hybrid S. It is. Yeah. So e- easy decision. And well,
1: um, like, I mean, easy for you. It's not for everybody because it, there are some changes that you do to the car. Like it will be a yeah. less less cari car. Yeah, the back to seats to put a put a roll bar in it.
0: Back seats are going. Yeah, I mean that's the, way the way thing the is
1: is you you probably can't put small people in the back seat anymore.
0: No, and we we rarely did anyway. To be honest, right. like usually it's the Mazda three that pulls like legit family duty yeah but
1: Duty. but yeah that's going to be that'll be a discussion coming like I, I think it's a good thing i'm glad that i'm glad that brock's doing it and yeah. i'm glad that brock put that announcement out there as early as he did um to give people time for that and i have the the first generation hybrid s um so i've had that since the very beginning um
0: and with these and with the cars that you can buy off a showroom floor that you really have been able to for like 10 years now, but especially the last five or seven, let's say like you really should. <laughs> anyway, these cars are fast, fast.
1: That was why I, I was tracking my Cadillac and I bought it because I was going yeah. 140 miles an hour in a car with three point seat seatbelts
0: and 4,000 pounds.
1: 4300 something like that yeah yeah so it was a big car there's just a tremendous amount of mass like two miatas yeah so two miatas going 140 miles an hour i was like yeah i definitely need this little piece of carbon fiber and strapping because that'll save me
0: (laughs) save me sweet baby Jesus. yeah well we uh we're at track walking podcasts on things and uh robertson racing on twitch because that's uh that's the thing we tried so i don't know but i'm scott and i'm seth and we'll talk to you next week as long as we don't die yeah real life